the same old tune, fiddle and guitar. Where do we take it from here? Rhinestone suits and new shiny cars. It's been the same way for years. We need to change. Hello, welcome to Moving Iron Podcast Tax Moves with Glenn Birnbaum. Glenn, before we started working, uh, kind of thinking about what we're doing here, you brought up a pretty good, pretty good topic that I don't think we've talked about yet, and that is farm financial statement reviews and, and kind of some of the stuff you're seeing happen out there. Yeah, so you know this is called tax moves, but we're actually not going to talk about income tax today. Uh, I think we're maybe allowed that occasionally, Casey. I think so. Yeah. But, um, but we're still talking about something very important. It's really the farm's financial statements and. We're seeing more banks, you know, if you have loans with banks, and we've talked about, you know, some of those interest deductibility rules and things, but if you've got loans with banks and particularly operating lines of credit, in some cases banks will require you not just to give them just your tax return and maybe your internal, you know, financial statement, but you need like an externally prepared financial statement. I like somebody like Heimel Banner, you know, we're a CPA firm as well, so we have a tax practice, but we also have what we call our audit practice. And in our audit department, we, we do things called audits, which we'll talk about this. We do things called reviews and things called compilations. And they're all external financial statements that there's some, the bank feels a little more comfortable if, you know, a CPA firm like us have looked at the books. And so that's what we want to talk about today. Okay. All right. So give me an example of some of this stuff, Glenn, and, and how, how would you go about preparing something like this? Yep. So, you know, it's, obviously we like to keep the cost down as little as possible. So we really want to make sure we talk with the bank because the bank may say, you know, hey, I need a review and I need an audit. And, well, that means a little different from like a farm. Sometimes what they think they want, maybe they don't want. So we always make sure we talk to them, hey, really particularly what do you need. But let, I guess let's start on the complex side first, the audit. This is the worst case scenario. This is the highest cost. So, for example, you would be required to actually measure the grain in the grain bins and observe that measurement, right? We would, we would actually count it and say, yes, there is you know, 100,000 bushels in this grain bin. So that's part of our testing. We would send confirmations to the bank to say, yes, these are the loan balances. We would send confirmations to the grain elevator and say, these are the contract, you know, you've sold grain you know, at this price for you know, fall delivery or for January delivery, right? Confirming all these details. Uh, vouch, we would look at fertilizer expenses and probably test some fertilizer expenses. So we really look at really specific things. We, we, we don't take the client's word for it in an audit. We provide, it's called reasonable assurance. So, you know, we, we can't absolutely say these are the numbers, but, you know, reasonable assurance that we, we don't, we try to get external confirmations where possible. And so obviously as a result of that, you know, that, that cost can add up. Um, typically, if you've got more than I would say for sure more than $10 million of debt, which is a lot of debt, admittedly, you will probably have to have an audit. Now, I'm not absolutely talking about maybe land debt. Sometimes land debt is a little different, but like your equipment debt, your operating lines of credit, if that's approaching $10 million, you're, you're going to almost need an audit, unless you just have really good network with advisor, have really good books, and that's possible. So an audit is just a lot more work. Uh, we actually even look at the internal controls of the business and try to, you know, are there... Are there maybe gaps in processes and procedures where something, you know, could happen? So we do try to, you know, provide suggestions. But the audit is is definitely the most costly thing. It takes a lot more work. We've got to do a lot more procedures. And again, if you got a lot of debt, a relatively amount, big amount of debt, banks are going to probably require that. So that's an audit. That's the highest level of service that we, we provide. 
Now, if we go step down to what's called a review, that's like the middle middle road. Uh, we don't do a whole lot of these for farmers. We do a number of these type reviews, like for a construction contractor. It's very common for that, but not a whole lot for farmers. On a review, you really are just supposed to do make inquiries. Uh, you know, talk to the client, make inquiries about things. You know, get work papers. Here's here's my cash balance. Here's my loan balance. Um, and also do what's known as analytical procedures, which is kind of a fancy word for you really try to do. In, in farming, it's pretty easy, you know, because you can do well, what was your yield breaker, what was your fertilizer cost breaker, what was your seed cost breaker, you know, what was your rent breaker. Kind of, and this, this doesn't make sense. There's no way, you know, you would, you'd be paying $600 an acre, you know, for, for this farm or only $100, right? You kind of you have some ratios, benchmarking, um, and so those two things, so it's definitely less involved than, than an audit. We don't really have to send out confirmations. We don't have to observe the grain. So in our experience, you know, if a bank wants a review that, and they want to keep the cost down, yes, that's good, but we just have to make sure they understand, well, we're not going to be measuring the grain then. You know, review doesn't mean measure the grain. So if they want to measure the grain and really do like a collateral test, you know, then we have to do that as an extra service. So. So review is kind of the middle of the middle of the road approach. Um, there is some flexibility in what you do and what you don't do in a review, but it's kind of middle of the road, and it's it's what we call limited assurance. So reasonable assurance is an audit. Limited assurance is a review. Okay, and that would probably be you know if you get over maybe five million dollars of debt, say, you know you might need a review. Okay. Okay. Okay, then we're down to the lowest cost one. It's just called a compilation. Um, it's just kind of where we compile the information, and we do not provide any assurance on it whatsoever. Okay, but it still is on our letterhead, you know, and it, it's in a good format, hopefully, that a bank can understand. But we aren't. We're saying, hey, we didn't do any testing. We didn't even. We didn't do any analytical procedures. All we're really supposed to do, Casey, is just kind of look it over, and if we see something just glaringly obvious that's wrong, you know, we would need to point it out. But other than that. There's no real assurance on it. So sometimes bank, banks are okay with that, you know, if, depending on the loan size. Uh, but it's definitely, a, you know, much less expensive. So that's called a compilation. So bank will probably, you know, and again, it's a CPA-prepared financial statement. It's an external financial statement that, the, you know, goes through our office. Generally, it's, you know, our, on our letterhead, we say, Here, here's the report. And it's hopefully pretty consistent, you know, with consistent formatting, but um, again, there's really no assurance whatsoever on a compilation. So on a compilation, would you would you actually physically take in receipts and those kind of things and, 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 and look at kind of the you know land holdings and those kind of those kind of things and, and measure that to just to verify they had that or were you just like here's what I, here's my financials that I have at home. I mean in theory they just hand us the financial statement we probably put it in a little different format, you know, a little prettier. Mm-hmm. And if, if something, unless something literally obvious jumps out of us, we don't really do much. So, so, so I should say, you know, for most of our farm clients, there's we haven't talked this about much, but, you know, we're talking about book income here. A financial statement generally talking about book income, not taxable income, in other words. There's different rules, book versus tax. So we're talking about book income, and, and in particular, we mean accrual basis income. Okay? To tax return, most, a lot of farmers are on the cash basis which is favorable from a tax perspective because you generally defer an income a little while longer. But but to really understand how your business is doing, right, how the farm is doing, you want to really have a real basis financials. So most of our clients, though, keep their books on a cash basis just because it's easier it's easier for tax planning. But then we just convert it to a real basis once a year. Okay, So some of our clients can do that conversion. Some of our clients can. We 
kind of help them through it. But so we're starting with cash basis financial statements, internal financial statements, and we're converting it to accrual basis. So even on a compilation, they hand us their cash basis for financials. There's still a decent amount of work to do to get into accrual basis. So uh, it's it's not considered really. It's really almost like bookkeeping that we're doing, right? We're just helping them make these adjustments. So, as an example, you record your grain, you know, at, at uh, fair market value, at the, basically at the bid price to the element less transportation. So you adjust your books for the inventory on hand. That's not your cost. It's actually the, the value of it, less less the trucking cost. Or you'd have your prepaid expenses, you know. So you make adjustments um, for these accrual basis financials because that's really how a bank wants to see the books on an accrual basis for financials. Otherwise, it's cash basis, right? You can you can just sell, if you sell 120% of your crop and, and, and have 100% of your expenses right on your tax return, right? That makes it look like you made money, but really you were just kind of playing games with the timing of the years. Accrual basis is going to be a matching principle. You know, hey, this is, this is my acres that I added, you know, for this year. This is the revenue it generated. If I sold the grain, I use that as my price. If I haven't sold the grain, I use the current bid price. And so either way, it's um, it's revenue. And it's, so it's very apples to apples, accrual basis. So. Gotcha. so it can still be involved even with a compilation because, again, the books we're receiving aren't really, haven't been adjusted yet. Okay. All right. So <clears throat> how many of, of the, uh, you know, of your clients that you work with, how many yeah. banks are requiring this kind of, this level of uh, stuff to happen? Yeah. We have very few, maybe just a handful of audits that are required by banks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got to be a pretty good size farm operation to, to need an audit. But I do feel like banks are going to require possibly something more than a compilation. It, just because, you know, the banks have regulators they're trying to answer to. And, and a compilation is literally no assurance, you know, that they fill out their form or whatever. Okay, is this a, you know, the CPA, we prepared it, but we're providing no assurance on it. So a bank could get a little nervous about that. So... I do think we're going to see more reviews. We've had some discussions uh, here the last week or so about we're hearing that maybe some reviews might be needed. Um, again, because you know banking regulations change, and, and these banks might might want some sort of form of external verification. And again, it could just be hey, you got to measure your grain once a year or, or twice a year, or you know something like that. But but I do think a compilation, you know, it's not it's no assurance. So I feel like reviews are going to be more common. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, so things are always changing, and there's a lot of stuff happening out there you know, with farm consolidations and retirements and guys getting bigger and those kind of things. So you can yep. see a lot more of this stuff taking place. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <clears throat> All right. All right, Glenn. Well, this is a great topic and very timely kind of headed towards into the end of the year here, that last quarter of the year. So if guys wanted to get more information about this stuff or just pick your brain about some some tax moves they might have, how would they do that? Yeah, you can call us here at the office at Heinel Bandwurtz. Um, we're in Peoria, Illinois. Uh, phone number is 309-694-4251. Happy to talk to anyone on that. Or you can always look me up on Twitter at, at Glenn Birnbaum. Okay. Glenn, wealth and knowledge as usual, man. And uh, hope you have a good uh, Labor Day weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. You too, Casey. Thanks. Thanks, Glenn. In the 21st century Hard-working people Working hard for you and me Moving higher Time and time again Through the years you'll 
find a seat.